0: Hello everybody, welcome to another week of A New Dawn. That wonderful song, if you are listening to us on um, Spotify, is called God Is Good by Jonathan Make Reynolds. I really, really love Jonathan, or Uncle Johnny, as he refers to himself on social. Uh, He's an incredible songwriter, very gifted, um, but it's the depth of the words in his lyrics that really speak to me, and so I'm hoping... That you've enjoyed it on Spotify, if not on any other platform, you will go check him out. God is Good by Jonathan McReynolds. Today's word is going to come from Matthew chapter 25, verses 14, all the way to 29. Um, side note, my husband and I have watched and are now again um, watching The Chosen. You can watch The Chosen for free on YouTube, um, and we've both fallen in love with Matthew. The way he's depicted in The Chosen um, kind of brings all of these uh, uh, different characters, the disciples that is to life, and it gives you um, a small glimpse um, into who or what they would have been, and it's just made reading the word quite refreshing. So I invite you, if you haven't had a chance to um, watch The Chosen, it's free, You can either download the Chosen app or you can watch, as I've mentioned already, on YouTube. So today's word is then, as I've said, coming from the book of Matthew and it is called the Parable of the Three Servants. I'm currently struggling um, at the moment being um, a person with uh, more than one talent. Praise the Lord. Thank you. I don't want today's um, devotion or today's thought to sound like a Winjiru. One of the things that I think we don't spend a lot of time talking about is, um, you know, we when we read, and we will in just a second, we read, um, you know, the two servants, one who was given, um, depending on which version you're reading, I am reading my New Living um, Translation on mine he. Is given, um, you know, five. I said five bags of silver. Then the other one is given two bags, and the last dude is given one bag. So we, we, you know, we hear a lot of um, praise for the two dudes with the five bags and the two bags. They were, you know, good and faithful servants. They invested well, um, and you know, obviously the one who then, out of fear, goes and digs a hole and buries the money, um, gets in a lot of trouble. And I think that most of the time the teachings that we get from this is absolutely incredible. It's important to understand and to know that when God has gifted you um, the expectation is a return, that He's not gifted you for yourself, that um, he, he gives you the space and the freedom, as we learned from the, the master of these servants, to invest it you know, within obviously God guided principle ways, but the idea is go forth and multiply right. The thing that for me, I think, off late being a person who's been given the five talents or the two talents, whichever of the two I have, is there's not really a lot of time that we hear about what it took for these guys and the journey, I suppose, for them um, in going ahead and have, being brave and having courage to be able to invest. Let me quickly stop here and read before I really just go blabber on <laughs> without having read the word for you. So Matthew 25, verses 14 to 29, reads as follows. The title of this chapter is called The Parable of the Three Servants. And as I've mentioned already, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Verses 14 starts. Again, the kingdom of heaven can be illustrated by the story of a man going on a long trip. He called together his servants and entrusted his money to them while he was gone. He gave five bags of silver to one, two bags of silver to another and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in proportion to their abilities. He then left on his trip. Verse 16, the servant who received the five bags of silver began to invest the money and earned five more. The servant with two bags of silver also went to work and earned two more. But the servant who received the one bag of silver dug a hole in the ground and hid the master's money. After a long time, their master returned from his trip and called to them to give an account of how they had used this money. The servant to whom he had entrusted the five bags of silver came forward with five more and said, Master, you gave me five bags of silver to invest, and I have earned five more. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in having this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Turn the page, verse 22. The servant who had received the two bags of silver came forward and said, Master, you have given me two bags of silver to invest, and I have earned two more. The master said, well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount, so now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. Then the servant with one bag of silver came and said, Master, I knew you were a harsh man, harvesting crops you didn't plant and gathering crops you didn't cultivate. I was afraid I would lose your money, so I hid it in the earth. Look, here is your money back. But the master replied, you, wicked and lazy servant, if you knew I harvested crops I didn't plant and gathered crops I didn't cultivate, why didn't you deposit my money in the bank? At least I could have gotten more, sorry, at least I could have gotten some interest on it. Then he ordered, take the money from this servant and give it to the one with the ten bags of silver. To those who use well what they are given, even more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But though but from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. Let me read verse twenty-nine one more time for you. To those who use well what they are given, even more will be given, and they will have an abundance. But from those who do nothing, even what little they have will be taken away. Thus says the Lord. Amen. Alright, so here's my thing. My thing is, I'm with you. 100% I agree, the dude with the one talent or the dude with the one bag, he was silly, right? We're very um, aware. I'm going to move my mic one second, guys. Here we are. We all are very aware that um, we cannot operate out of fear, right? We know that, um, you know, God says have faith, he says, don't lean on your own understanding. He says, trust me in all your ways. He says, you know, let me lead and I will make your path right. we not all of those scriptures. And certainly not doing anything, certainly not following the calling that God has upon your life because you're scared is probably the silliest reason. Understandable, but probably the silliest reason one might have. So though it's a little bit harsh, what the Master says, I absolutely understand um, knowing God now and trusting God and walking along the journey. Pro- uh, totally, 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 yes, sir, yes, sir, I feel you, I feel you. My little bone that I'm picking today has more to do with some of the pressure that us, and I'm talking to the crew now, that has the five bags or the crew that has the two bags. It is then the self-imposed pressure and don't hit me god imposed pressure to deliver it it can be very lonely being out in the streets with five bags trying to understand and figure out if you are making the right calls if you are making the right decisions about what you were supposed to be doing with the bags that god has given you am i alone Shame the devil and tell the truth. Am I on my own right now, walking around with my five bags, <laughs> trying to find a way to make sure that my master gets a return on his investment? Because see, when we read right at the start, right, it says that the master was gone, not just for a long, you know, but he was just gone on a long trip. So it's not like the dude had like a cell phone and we could even out and then just go, um, so, sir, Right? And I know I'm being silly, but I'm also being generally serious. I'm generally serious guys. It is, and you know, and if this doesn't um, strike a nerve with you, then that's fine. but I know that um, for me, personally in my own life, as I disown and lean into and trying to find the understanding of what are the best ways to invest the gifts that God has given me. Um, what are the best avenues to take? Um, you know, and and sometimes because of the the trusting that God has placed, it means that um, he allows me to take leadership. He he's entrusted me with it. He 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 stepped off his hands off and he says, "Child, these are your five bags. Look after them for me." You know, and the sense of direction that I take at times is entirely up to me. Um, and, and, and that that be, that is a heavy load sometimes to be. And I know right now you've got twenty eight different scriptures that you want to throw at me. But in the human space and in the human um, in, in the human moments, it, it, it is practically very challenging um, to be able to stay grounded and not allow for self-imposed pressure. Um, to deliver a return of that investment. It's very hard to not get caught up and become the guy with the one gift where out of fear of failing out of fear of disappointing the master, out of fear of losing, right, of making the wrong investment, out of fear of taking the wrong turn and you end up with nothing, right, that you are worse off than where you started. And so even though we know that the way he behaved is not the way the master wanted, a part of me empathises with him and a part of me understands where he was coming from because I'm out here holding my five bags, exhaling and breathing and going, Shia Makana, Jesus, help me right? Um, and, and we all do, we all have to account for the different um, gifts and the talents. The thing that releases the pressure, and if you've listened to some of um, the previous episodes, and I've talked about God leading, and I've talked about, um, you know, being accepting that we are incapable, accepting our weaknesses and our flaws, and entrusting that God will then um, come up and do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond what we can do. Again, the thing that reminds me in this scripture where I begin to feel overwhelmed and when I begin to feel that it's too much to be walking around with five bags, one of the things that um, makes me um, rest and settle is actually right at the beginning. It says after he divided the bags, he was dividing them in proportion to their abilities right, so it makes sense that God gave the guy with the one bag, just the one bag, because the master already knew that his servant was only capable, he, already, he entrusted them knowing their capabilities and so today I suppose I'm encouraging you and I'm encouraging myself that whatever, however many bags, go, brother, if this brother's listening out there, however many bags you are holding, whether it is one bag, whether it is two bags or whether it is five bags, the first point to stop at to eliminate anxiety is accepting that the master has given in proportion to your abilities. What's that word? He will never give you more than you can bear, right? So that it remains true even in our passions, even in our giftings, even in our desires to go out there and cause multiplication to occur within the gifts that God has given us. It is all within your ability. He's not asking you to turn around and be Beyonce when, child, you can't even hold one note straight. He's not asking you to follow into Steve's jobs Um, role and be creating some app and some phone when you can barely use an iPhone and you just need that old school round dialing kind of phone. Do you know what I'm saying? Everything that you need and everything that you have and the expectations that are upon yours and my life, God has done it within our ability that for one gives me a moment to absolutely breathe and not fall apart because as I read this throughout that I start to fall apart and I start to feel a lot of pressure, a lot. I like verse 29 as well which is why I read it twice for you um, and I'm gonna read it for the third time around it says to those who who use well, right, and and that who use well, it makes me feel like even if the dude with the five bags had come back with one extra bag, like, that would have been in, enough. Like, he probably wouldn't have used all of those extra praise words because he knows what he's capable of, right? So the dude with the five back has delivered within his capacity, and the dude with the two bags has also delivered within his capacity. But here, yeah, like, I think that even though it may feel like the expectations are too high and the standard is too high, it is about using well what you've been given to those who use well what they have been given even more will be given right and so it is about i suppose doing an introspection and going where i am right now god with what i have gotten with what you have given me am i using it well it may not be the empire that i see in 10 20 years in that it may not be in its fullness it may not be in its you know, in its completeness. But if Jesus returned today and he asked us to account for the talents and for the giftings that he's given us, are you comfortable in your response in saying, you know what, it's not complete, it's not at its best, but I have used well, that's the word for me, I have used well what God has given me. And I think that's that's it. To be quite frank with you, that's that's how you eliminate anxiety, you know, um, and, and you eliminate standards that are not realistic and you eliminate competition and you eliminate looking at your next door, neighbor's lawn, and you focus on what it is that you are doing because you are just constantly asking yourself, am I doing this well, am I using what God has given me well within the capabilities that I have within the bags that God has given me and so it doesn't matter anymore how many bags my next-door neighbour has, it does not matter anymore, you know, what the general standard is, it is about within my capabilities of what God has given me, am I using it well and of for me when I changed my own internal dialogue and I started responding to these questions all the anxiety I was starting to feel about you know there's this dream and there's that and there's this and there's that. I'm not singing anymore. Oh i just written, just want book. Oh, when's the next coming? Oh how's the publishing company going? Oh now I need to record a podcast and then there's this cooking episode to film and then there's um, you know deep editing books to do. Ah! Other than obviously figuring out and having logistics and a proper schedule done, part of my anxiety for me was trying to attain to a standard and trying to reach a goal that I hadn't set for myself. And when I was able to calm myself down and the noise down and ask myself, "Dawn, are you using well what God has given you? Girl, you know what? She's trying. Yes, she is. Within what I have, within my resources, within my capabilities, within the knowledge that I have, I am doing the best that I can. I am doing as well as can be expected. Can I do better? Absolutely. I can eliminate some of the stress that I feel. I can declutter. I can be even more organized than I currently am. I can actually take more breaks because sometimes I work too hard and I'm trying to pour for, from a practically empty cup. I can actually take more time for Sabbaths and restore so that when I come in, I am ready to go. But putting that all aside, I can confidently say, by Jesus' grace, I am using well what God has given me. I encourage you this week to do the same, to sit down and put all the anxiety on the table and simply ask yourself, within the capability that God has given you and all the things that you have to get through in your life, are you using it well? And if the answer is yes, well done, girl, keep going. And if the answer is no, Um, pray for God's grace be reminded of the simple truth that God has given you all that you need in order to accomplish the things he has asked you to do Um, seek for the Holy Spirit's power we know that what's that scripture not by might not by power but by your spirit God so ask God for help ask for assistance And then in practical senses, what are the things that are limiting you from being able to use well what God has given you? Are you not following, you know, do you not have a plan? Do you not have a structure? Do you not have a schedule? Do you write a to-do list? Do you have boundaries? What are you putting in place to hold yourself accountable so that you are consistently um, on point? You know, how are you giving yourself a break so that when you show up, you're showing up strong and you're not showing up exhausted and just practically, you know, practically over it. Um, And if you can get through all of those questions, you'll start to see where the shortcomings are and then act accordingly, love. Honestly, this is how we can get over guilt um, this is how we can reduce some of the anxiety that we feel. This is how we can take the pressure off ourselves when we ask ourselves the right questions and we respond honestly in those questions. When we invite the Holy Spirit to partner with us as we endeavor to do God's will, I think that the you know the burden gets easier. And it's not all the burden, but the the process—that's a better word—the process gets easier. Whether that process is you know staying at home with our kids and um, playing the role of being wives and all that a all the, all the homemaker role comes with, or whether it is being entrepreneurs or we work already um, in corporate um, roles or, or whatever, 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 whatever your five bags or your two bags or your one bag is. When you realise that you can ask yourself the right questions, when you realise that you don't have to do it alone, even though it gets lonely. So there's, there's a difference of, um, you know, it can be lonely but you are not alone, it it can be lonely because we're all doing different things um even when they are similar the objective is still different you know so I'm doing a podcast and you are doing a podcast and we are both encouraging women say it looks very similar but the motivation and the reasoning and the path and the people that I'm speaking to is very different to the people that you're speaking to. I saw something quite beautiful the other day that said um you know had Rihanna uh, looked at oh, there's enough makeup products out there. Fenty, her makeup line wouldn't exist. So it's also it's also knowing that this is the gift, and just because it's the similar or same, what appears to be the same gift as a person next door, that shouldn't be um, a reason for you to go oh well, there's enough of that. No, child, there isn't. Clearly, that's why you've been invited to show up in the playground and play with other kids. That's it i talked for 20 minutes, so today's a bit longer. So let me stop here and pray for us. Holy Spirit, we thank you, firstly, that you've entrusted us with these gifts. We thank you that we didn't double-sack them from the sky. We thank you that we know for sure they've come from you. And if they've come from you, it is because you know we are capable and that you have given us accordingly. We ask, Holy Spirit, now that you would uh, walk with us daily, God, that you would renew our minds and our hearts and you would remove clutter. I pray that you would supernaturally give us um, knowledge and wisdom of things that we don't know in order for us to know how and when um, to invest all these beautiful bags that you've given us. We pray that we do you proud, God, in everything that we do, in, in, in all the different callings and the spaces you've called us to. God, I pray that we would carry your spirit, that we would carry the vision, that we would carry the heart. Um, and remember that you've trusted us with this stuff, God. You know, it's not by chance, it's not by flock, and we're not actually trying to build our own name, but we are trying to build your name, God. And um, without you giving us the gift, Lord, we are nothing at all anyway to start with. So we praise you and we thank you um, for loving us, for trusting us, and for doing life together with us. You are awesome and you are wonderful, and I pray that as this week starts, God, we would carry um, this thought with us, Father. You've given us input to our capabilities and our abilities and and even when that feels insufficient that we have the holy spirit father who can do exceedingly more than we could ever ask for we thank you we love you may you and your kingdom be magnified in our lives in this week in jesus name i pray amen